Warning, the following show features constructive opinions performed either by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. The views expressed are ours and may differ from views of any other entity. Accordingly, the Tim Zabriskie Show and the producers must insist that no one recreate or reenact any conversation or activity performed on the show. When you listen to the show, do you find yourself agreeing with the boys? Or do you think Tim is full of shit? Well, let them know how you really feel and participate in the live shows. Follow the Tim Zabriskie Show by searching at Timmy Zabriskie on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. And fully interact by liking, commenting, and even calling into the hotline. Don't be afraid to make your voice heard. Oh, Merry Christmas! Who am I talking to? Toby! Toby! You're talking to Santa! I'm happy to get you on the phone. I know it's a your time of year for you, Santa. I have a time of year all year long. I'm watching over you, Toby! Your every move, everything you do, if you make your if you go to school, ho 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 ho! Um, okay, um, do you know if I can get the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Donatello action figure? Oh, do I know if you can get the new Teenage Mutant Badass? Jesus! That's all you got, Toby! That's the other Christmas figure. That's all yeah. you And Joanna Hestruck, because the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle isn't enough for Toby. Toby just wants more and more. What else, Toby? Would you like a house, a parent, a blankie? What else can Santa do for you? Gotta have some bad eggnog. Oh my god. Bad something. Merry Christmas. Wow. Toby's going to get a hero to save him from Santa. Merry Christmas, Toby. I think I'll get you some crackers because you are a little crack. Jesus! Wow. Isn't that nuts? Like, I'm part of, I'm kind of like, wait, there's more? Uh, <laughs> uh, I think that's I think that's it from, uh, from Santa. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. Oh. Oh. How about that, huh? How about that combination there, Phil?
My mortal enemy! That just put a twist on things. <laughs> things have changed. In the biggest rivalry since the top dawn of time, oh. it's Santa Claus versus Jesus. I give kids gifts. What do you give? <laughs> uh, apparently, bronchitis. I don't apparently, know. jeez. What's up, guys? Tim Zabriski here. Back at it again with the brand new vid. I'm not really Santa. I know that some of you didn't believe me. <laughs> once, as always, once again, the phenomenal Phil Stamper. Phil. They quickly went from the laughter, Phil, to the... Uh, to the to the clapping, so all abiding worship for the president of wrestling, <laughs> the Stamper. president, the phenomenal, oh, Phil, the phenom. It is. I am a phenom. You are the phenom. Phenomenal is, is for somebody else, right? Right. The guy right. that there builds houses. Other on, initials. On Tuesday. Right. Yeah, he's got some, some style, right? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> he, he also doesn't have a lot of t- testicular fortitude left. Oh, it's because of Shinsuke, right? And Shinsuke kicking him in the nuts? Shinsuke and Samojo. Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan, yeah. Yeah, what's with the year of nut shots for AJ Styles, <laughs> huh? I, I, hey, I guess if you have an injured body part, psychologically it makes sense that other people would target the same thing. I guess. Maybe maybe his wife asked him for another kid, and he's like, I'll show you. What? Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Phil. Damn. So, um, WWE TLC, I swear to God, the only thing I want to say and I'm going to say right out of the gate is uh, they better put Becky Lynch as as number uh, as the last match on the card because she's the only one that matters in this company. Well, you would, you would like to think so. And, okay, you, I mean, we both know how the internet wrestling community can be. And it has been pretty wild with Becky Lynch. Right. Um, not just as apparently the only spokesperson the WWE currently has right now, which is amazing. Um, but that uh, in in some way, Corey Graves is trying to get the the Becky Lynch rub. Yeah. And- yeah. I saw that tweet with the uh, that she put out that was like, uh, yeah, like, I'm here to make memories and you're here to watch me do it or something like that. Right. Isn't <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. It, it's all over the mess, all over the map. At one point, he's like, the company doesn't give her respect, and then the next, he's dogging her. So I'm like, yeah. what? She she said your light Heenan esque uh, routine or something like that, or your material. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, you're the best. I love you. Ah. <laughs> 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 and, uh. and I think calling him a light Heenan is is nice. 
<laughs> very polite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She could have said a lot worse. You know, like uh, you're a ripoff, you're a jackass. You know, any any anything like that. But um, Phil. So um, let's just get right into the card. Actually, no. Before that, Phil. Um, we had a little bet on uh, Survivor Series, didn't we? And we both, you know, call the winners like we normally do. But Phil, it didn't it didn't go over as as good as you thought it was gonna this time, did you? I I I I, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you don't? Oh, okay, well, let's just pull up the results here. <laughs> Segway. Um, basically, Phil, I beat you. And you know what? Like, if you didn't give me that that half a point. You know, for the, for the Leo Rush thing, for um, um, the what was it? The greatest uh, what was it? Ground, ground world, jewel, world ground jewel, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Then I, you know, I would have been at flat zero, and I was just happy to get on the board and actually get a win for the for the year. But um, Phil, you know, you're only ahead of me by half a point now, since you were so nice to give me that that generous point. Um, that we we both did pretty good though, you know, with Buddy Murphy. And with Raw going over in the in the in the women's tag, and then uh, right, and then both going with Brock and and Ronda and everything, I noticed that I spelled Ronda wrong on both of those, so I had to put the X like over the H. I don't know if that I had put in her name, but um, it's her WWE spelling. Exactly, Phil. It looks like you're frozen. I don't know. It don't looks know. like you're frozen to me too. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, so um, uh, Phil, why don't you re- reset the uh? Can you can you refresh your camera? Is that a possibility for you? It could be, except how do I do that? Uh, <laughs> technology has not been our friends today. No, not at all. Um, oh, now I have a new button that wasn't there before that says webcam settings because you think when technology all works together, wow. it all makes sense. All right. <laughs> so what happens when you click that button, Phil? Let's just troubleshoot this Nothing. right now. All Nothing. Right. It is all frozen. I, I don't. Uh, all right. All right. So Phil's going to go away for a second. <laughs> Come right back. <laughs> um, but, yeah, basically I beat Phil in the last round there. And then now um, he's only beaten me by half a point. So hopefully this Sunday I can um, – I can I can take back, or I can win for the year. I guess that's basically what it comes down to. Because either way, one of us is going to end up winning for the year. So um, hopefully, hopefully it's this guy right here, um, Phil. We're, we're calling him back. We're we're going to see if he pops back up. There he is. He's doing it from his phone now. All right, Phil. Right. You gave up. Why have an $800, $900 computer when you can use your $900 stuff? That's right. Uh, I got to fix you, though, because you're, you're coming in very, very. Is your phone. Right. Which way is your phone? Can you turn your phone sideways? There we go. All right. I turn that some bitch sideways. And stick it. Yeah, that's what you should do with that Brio. I'm so mad that it's not working for you. But I think that I think we'll be able to figure that out after. Anyway. How much was that Brio? Never mind. It's 200 bucks, Phil. I mean, mine, clearly, in, up in the upper left-hand corner, looks makes me look very nice. Um, oh. Wow. Oh, thanks. And <laughs> the other thing, too, now, is that you're, you can't... Um... <laughs> you need that as a shot. Wait a second. Did we just lose... 
I think we just lost the, lost the program now, too. What the hell? <laughs> Maybe it isn't me. No, it's definitely just the world right now. I think we I think we fixed it, Phil. I don't know what we did, but Maybe. I don't even know. Phil, I'm I'm What'd you say? I don't remember. Uh I think the best part is that we're just good sports, even as we're dealing with all this bullshit. <laughs> Technology's supposed to work for us, right? Like, <laughs> of all days, you know. I had a hell of a day. You had a hell of a day. I just don't even know, Phil. Yeah, I'm gonna just need to. I make cookies. How about that? It's holiday time. He made Great. cookies, ladies and gentlemen. And Man, it's, I felt like you really needed that full applause for the whole thing right there. What <laughs> <sighs> uh, I'm going to toot my horn because not am I, not only did I bake, I'm a good baker. Okay. Um, to the point that I get asked to make things for other people because I'm just that damn good. And for the last six years, five years, I have entered into a cookie contest. Okay. And I never win. But all of my recipe cards are always taken. So I'm, I'm out of them by the end of the day. Yeah. When other people's are still out. Um, and I get asked throughout the year, hey, can you make this, that, the other thing? Right. So I decide, you know what? I've yet to ever win this. I'm going to overwhelm them with options. Okay. I'm going to make an apple pie cookie. Okay. A snickerdoodle with butterscotch. Yeah. And an orange spice glazed cookie. That sounds really good, actually. <laughs> I thought by look alone, because the apple pie cookie looks like a little apple pie, like crisscross okay. on the top, all this. Like, I thought that was the one that was going to, like, blow people's minds. Right. The orange spice cookie was the one that everybody wanted more of. Wow. That's good. And did I win? Did you win, Phil? No! Phil, did you win? No, I didn't win because I'm the president of wrestling not of cookie baking competition at work. Arr! Exactly. Yeah. Phil, well, cheers to you. You're a winner in my book. All right. That's and that's all that really matters, right? At the end of the day. Somebody better take a damn screenshot of this because this looks friggin' epic. <laughs> wow. <laughs> all right, Phil. Before the internet craps out on us again, let's uh, let's start getting into this card here. Um. And now you have a full computer that you can use to look it up. <laughs> I, I can't 
Exactly. So I can barely hear you, but it's it's all right. So um, if you're still sticking with us through all of our technical difficulties and whatnot, thank you very much. We love you. We appreciate you, each and every one of you. Um, it's been a it's, it's been pretty interesting, right, Phil? So far, let's say with um. <laughs> we don't even know where we're at, do we? Like no. We're, now we're Let, let's start with the first match, Phil. What's the first match of the card going to be? Let's start with a chairs match between Rey Mysterio and Randy Orton. Rey Mysterio versus Randy Orton. Phil, how did we get here? How the living miserable hell should I? Was it one of those things where Randy was just like, hey, you know what? I want to work with Ray Ray. I don't want to work with fucking, uh, I don't know, who's new on Zelina Vega's boyfriend. or Basically, after Rey Mysterio returned, returned back to the WWE, Ray, uh, Randy Orton began attacking him after matches. Um, and so, therefore, it, this led to a chairs match between the two. Oh, okay. So... Who has Ray really worked with since he's been back, though? It's been, like, Jeff, right? Ray? Right. Who else? Is that it? So, for all disclosure, I'm horrible at watching SmackDown just because of my schedule. Okay. So. I think that's it, though, right? We'll just say that that's it. Basically, he wants to work with the people that he's friendly with, and, you know, he he trusts. He doesn't want to work with. He doesn't want to put over any new guys yet. Seems like, you know? But also on that roster, on that SmackDown roster, this is why I feel like they put him there. They really needed him to kind of just stick with um, w- with whoever they got, right? Like these these few guys. Since he's been back, uh, he defeated Shinsuke Nakamura. He okay. defeated Randy Orton and then was attacked by Orton. Okay. He lost to The Miz, and that was all in the World Cup qualifier. But, he, but Miz was also around when, like, on his way out. Right before he took his break, like Ray Ray, right. yeah. So he's they're familiar with each other. Shinsuke is oh. only like the 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 one guy that, that who's like a new f- person that he's worked with in that sense. Then right, I think so. He did also work um, Almas, um, Sian right. Almas, uh, which they may have known each other already, right, through their Mexican connection, right? Possible. And then. Uh, he also wrestled Randy Orton again, where he was ultimately defeated by Orton, and then after the match, Orton attacked him again. Okay, yeah. So you know he's he's sticking with a protective group of people. He's not really, you know, doing anything too nutty at this point. Is that a pun for what we talked about about other people on? <laughs> wow! In the first episode of tonight's episode, right? Because we talked, we talked about it on the first part, part one, part one of two of. Hopefully, just two. I will accept that logic. Yeah. All right. So, um, so the match. So it's Rey Mysterio versus Randy Orton in a chairs match, right? Rey Mysterio wins, but gets beaten down by Randy again after the match. Okay. Do you have your pen and paper so you can note all this down, or? Getting a word pad started? That'd be sweet. Um, you're going to go with Ray. I'm going to go with Randy. I think Randy's just going to... Or no, maybe Ray by disqualification. But there's no disqualification. I'm going to go with Randy. Fuck it. <laughs> We're doing it live! I'm going to go with Randy, all right? Randy's Randy's going to go over. 
Um, he's going to beat the hell out of Ray, and Ray's going to get his revenge at the Rumble. Yep. You really think that Ray's going to go over in this thing? <laughs> so, I, but I don't know. I'm I'm sort of mixed on many ways that they could go with this because they could certainly have him win this match. Right. But I think they're going to continue this feud, so um, they could have him be beaten down again. Um, because I'm not really sure where they're going to go. Because at the same time, they could go the same way. They could have Orton win, and he beats down Ray with the chair afterwards to continue the storyline. There doesn't there, this this match does not seem like the conclusion. This is not the final match between these two. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think so either. I think that they're going to continue this into into Royal Rumble. All right, what do we got next, Phil? We have the WWE Cruiserweight Champion Buddy Murphy. Defending against uh, Cedric Alexander, Cedric Alexander in Cedric's rematch for the uh, championship he lost against Buddy in Australia. Wow! Oh, so is he the heart, or is he the um, is he the uh, the soul of the cruiserweight division? Did we ever get the it? Heart. He's the heart. So we have the heart versus uh, the Australian of the cruiserweight division. <laughs> I don't I don't know what to call him. Um, I guess he's been he's been pretty dominant, and and this was something yeah. that, that we talked about last time. Right, we talked about this last time. We also talked about well, one thing that I've that I've been hearing more and more people talk about. Um, I want to say it was Jeff Cobb, but I could be wrong about it. Recently put up on Twitter, you know, the the game has really significantly changed inside of wrestling, and that so much more now. It's the it's the smaller guys who are making the noise and the buzz. Yeah, who are displacing the larger guys and that the, the smaller guys I'm using air quotes are really running the, running the board. You know, buddy Murphy is a, is an absolute standout. Um, and you know, everybody loves, uh, Cedric Alexander. Um, I think he's a tremendous athlete, a tremendous competitor, but for some reason he, of all the people in the cruiserweight division, he really hasn't, showcased i don't think a lot of his personality but that's been driven very much by the wwe storyline so i think in this match buddy is going to win so then he can continue on some kind of path because there really isn't beyond this oh this is my opportunity to come back there really isn't anything else there for for alexander right now I agree. Now, um, I, if any of you guys also seem to agree or have a different opinion, feel free to call into the hotline, 518-350-4312. Um, definitely let us know what, what your opinions are um, on Buddy and um, I, and also as far as Cedric or any part of the card for the rest of the show. But also, um, um, if you're and if you're listening to this on Spotify or on Apple or wherever you you get your podcast, the phone line is definitely closed. This is only for the for the live show, so make sure you follow us at Timmy Zabriskie at PS Phenom, and um, and then that way you'll be able to participate during the live show. But anyway, back to what we're talking about here, like like. After this match, though, if he doesn't if he doesn't go over, right? If Cedric doesn't go over, like then then where do we go from here? You know what I mean? Like who's gonna be that next person? You know that's what that's what the question is for me. It's just uh, it's like I, I I think that they're gonna go with Buddy, but now it's like all right, but what what do you think is gonna happen moving forward? You know? Exactly, exactly. Um, and I mean that's been a big part of the question mark about what's happening with so much of the WWE. 
what is the next thing? What really are you trying to do? Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, the WWE, a lot of people have been criticizing the WWE. And we've said it here before that on our side, it isn't so much a criticism of the company as a whole. It's that we want wrestling to achieve more. Um, and the WWE being... <laughs> wow. <laughs> What did you drop? That's what I want to know now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you can throw that back on the ground. The whole thing does. The whole computer is shit anyway. Phil. <laughs> For those wow. of you who want to donate to my PayPal, it's stamperltd at gmail.com. <laughs> I take, we'll leave I that in the up. comments below. He'll write it in there themselves with his, with his cell phone. God, what has happened? What just happened now? Oh, I'm hearing noise. Even though I muted my speaker, it was coming through my headphones somehow, magically. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway. Um... <laughs> okay. So there's a lot of criticism. I mean, we've done our fair bit, too, of, of just the WWE product overall. And, yes, there's yes. a lot of concern and question. The uh, Monday Night Raw had its lowest ratings ever this past Monday. Yeah. Um, and that's after a, a, a lot of notoriety towards the last couple of weeks to the point that even somebody edited the Milwaukee, was it Milwaukee? Uh, when Raw was in town calling it, uh, they edited the Milwaukee Wikipedia page. Oh, right. The day that wrestling died or something like that, right? It is known for the place where wrestling died on a Monday Night Raw <laughs> episode. I want to say like November 20th. Like yeah, yeah. Something ridiculous like that. But here's, here's all right, I've, I've thought about this too. And any of you that have had any viewpoints on on this whole like uh, lowest ratings thing you know what I th honestly feel that if it wasn't looked at if it wasn't even announced that this was the lowest raw then it wouldn't keep declining because we I just think that it's a it's the whole smart mark deal where it's the cool thing not to watch it now so that they can keep having the lowest ratings it's not even that people don't want to watch it. you know what I mean they just kind of they kind of just want to be jerks about the whole thing and you know and I, I don't I, – I just think that it's stupid. And, you know, if you want to watch wrestling, then watch wrestling. If you don't, then you don't. But I honestly think deep down that it's just people that are that are like, oh, this is the new cool thing to do is, you know, just, let's see how low their ratings can get. Yeah, and then it goes away. And then, and then, and then what are you going to do, you jackass? You know? Well, the, big, the bigger concerning thing of all of this is remember WWE – and again – WWE is the mainstream product. They are the staple for professional wrestling around the world. Right. There is not another company that rivals what the WWE can do right now. There just there just isn't. Um, so the WWE has entered the contract with Fox to be on Fox Networking to bring SmackDown, their preeminent program that for years has never been their preeminent program. It's been Raw. Right. And that's going to Fox soon. So how can they justify making this like what equated to a, you know, multi, like hundreds of millions of dollars worth of deals to make this happen when now they're having their lowest ratings ever. Like this is not good. No. Um, at the same time. And, and I saw Jimmy Jake was make, make a comment about this and he's absolutely right. They are being asked to create and write seven hours of live television, basically in the course of a week. Okay, but um, is it do that argument is good, 
if you're if you're saying that there's only one writing team, right? Is there only one writing team right now, or is there two writing teams? Because I've well, been I've honestly I've been listening to a lot of clips lately with um with with uh the Edge and Christian podcast, and they've been they've had they had Paul Heyman on, and Paul Heyman was talking but literally about like the SmackDown Six, where it was like it was Ray and Angle and Benoit and Edge and Jericho and somebody else but basically like like he was he was booking that team that way and that's why it was so competitive back in 2002 but at the same time it's like Jimmy Jacobs yeah I understand what you're saying and I know that it's stressful but it's this isn't this isn't the first year that they've done this okay this is this has been going on for years and years and years that they've been writing this this much television for so I I, mean, I don't know I I'm gonna disagree with with what he's saying it's right. That's that's not that's not a good excuse anymore. Right. And at the same time, too, though, yes, of course, people have been able to pitch things and all that, all that. Yeah. It always comes down to Vince. Vince is the one who every week goes, "Yes, this is good. No, this is not." Um. And so, I, it. I mean, yes, of course, understand and appreciate the challenge. At the same time if the same person's making the same decisions and you're wondering why is my product getting less views, more angry, negative commentary on it, maybe something should change if you want to change what your ratings are instead of going in the same direction. Right. But that's my only takeaway. And that's not, again, that's really not a, I think it comes off as a criticism. It's not, we all want a better product. We all want the product to continue to succeed and push a boundary I don't think this is a cycle because I've heard that too, that, oh, well, you know, wrestling waxes and wanes that, it, oh, this is just a down period and that, then it's going to spike back up. We were in the point of getting to a spike back up. Exactly. And, and the the so, stock was the highest it's ever been this, this past WrestleMania season. Right. It was insane. But, you know. Actually looking up the, the stock now for the WWE. Yeah. What, what are we at now? So uh, the the highest volume was actually in late September um, when it peaked at $96.08. Um, it has lost about a quarter of that. Right now it's standing at $73.08. Right. Um, that is higher, though. Than when it got that jump in late May, um, it went from over almost overnight from $43.00. To fifty-seven dollars. Yeah, and um, that was when they announced. That was when, I I think Vince announced the XFL around that time, right? There was something. There was something that he did that was happening. No, it was the Fox deal. That's what it was, right? I'm sorry to interrupt you. Are you fine? You were getting there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew it was like right around that time, because I remember like uh, I, like they were they announced it like a Monday night, and I was like, oh, I I gotta buy this like Tuesday, and then I totally. Got sidetracked at work or something. <laughs> but... Speaking of sidetrack, maybe we should get back to the card for TLC. That's oh, okay, yeah, sure. Um, all right, so I, I, I think I was gonna go with. Uh, I think I'm buddy. I, I, I'm a buddy fan, but I just don't think that. Uh, I just, as I said before, I just don't know where they're going. You know what I mean? Right. But and who do you got? I also have buddy. All right. Sticking with Buddy, but then it's like, where does he go after? Does does Brian Kendrick come back? Who knows? All right, what do we got next? In a women's t- 
tables match, Natalia versus Ruby Riot. Yeah. So um, I don't I, I I don't know how I feel about this. I just feel like it's a little rushed, right? I I just uh, it. So a lot of this has been built around you know when when Jim the Anvil Nightheart died that Natalia was coming out with her father's sunglasses and his jacket and Ruby I uh, broke the glasses um, that she's been constantly ragging on Natalia, ragging on her father. Yeah. Uh, and so this is an opportunity for revenge. Um, and Ruby is another one of the people in the WWE roster right now who I feel that they built up, which is great. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden they took that away. Um, like it, it's kind of like the Nia Jax syndrome. And we'll talk about our Nia uh, later is that Ruby got to a certain point, but they're not letting her go past that point that she's kind of just riding this line. So I feel like they're going to put Natalia over on this one in honor of her father and recognition of some of the work that Natalia has done on things. Yeah. But, and that doesn't really help uh, Ruby is what you're saying here, right? I don't think it helps anybody. I think Natalia needs a good feud, a good, solid, let's have a fight drag out, not a, oh, I'm the person, like, there's something to be said for people who are great talent and good talent and can fill in on any spot you need. That's awesome. But when you don't give them an opportunity to run with the football and really, like, go, listen, look at what I can do with this if you give me the time and the distance to go with it. Yeah. Why give them the ball in the first place? And I feel like they keep doing that to Natalia. Like, we like you. Oh, we're teasing. Wait a minute. No, we're not going to do this now. Um, And so I think they're going to use this as an opportunity to try to put Natalia on top, but without really helping her or Ruby in the process. So I'm going with Natalia. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I'm going to have to agree with you here because it, it only makes sense for them to go with Natalia here. You know what I mean? Um, for all the reasons that you're stating and, and not only that, but, but we have the women's rumble coming up and how great would it be if, if, Jim's Jim's daughter goes over then, <laughs> and the and then we get to WrestleMania. You know what I mean? Like, uh, she's she's always been she's been super loyal to the company. Her and her husband and Sue when they when they ruined his life. You know, <laughs> like, uh, and you know they they care, but it's basically, yeah. I'm gonna I'm just gonna have to go, and it sucks for for Ruby unless unless they do something completely out out of out of left field. You know what I mean? put her over yeah. but but yeah i'm gonna have to go with you with, uh, with natalia on that one for sure um next up we have for the wwe smackdown tag team championship the bar versus the new day versus the usos <laughs> you mean the only three teams that are in this tag team division on this on that side man it's it, like i can't wait for like five years for the shoot interview to be like get in interview to come out and them them just being like yeah it's uh, it's just been the three of us like for years. Yeah. Just <laughs> right. the best of the bar in the new day. Ah, oh, I can't wait for that that three disc DVD compilation <laughs> to come out wait, because they're not going to do that. They're going to focus on the Usos. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. And uh. all right, so out of the three, so how did we get here, Phil? <laughs> 
Um, the bar won back the, the SmackDown Tag Team Championships with help from the big show on uh, SmackDown 1000 episode back in October. Right. Um, du- during, uh, sorry, I'm trying to read up really quick. Um, during uh, the November 6th episode of SmackDown that led into Survivor Series, the Usos defeated New Day to be able to step up to be the captains of Team SmackDown at Survivor Series. Um, however, um, and the Usos kind of continued that because on November 27th, the Usos defeated the bar um, in a non-title match. So now, because all three have had these sort of circular relationships involving one another, now all three are going up against each other right. um, in a triple threat for the tag team title. Okay, so wait, so which ones are the champion now? The bar or the champs? The bar. The bar or the champs. And what's the stipulation for the match? It's a triple threat match. There is no other stipulation added to it. Oh, okay, so that'll be the last minute change. It's now a ladder match, folks! <laughs> right. That clap was more of the fans saying, Yay, we like that. <laughs> Except they're doing two other matches that involve ladders, so yeah, exactly. All right, well then maybe it's a it's a triple threat tag team chair match, ladies and gentlemen. It's it's interesting when you when you sort of read through what has happened to get here because it's almost the story is really telling the Usos are the are the next ones up because I also you know they also appear to be the least likely odd that have also been pushed the hardest that they keep winning these other opportunities. Yeah. So going to throw it behind the Usos. All right. You're putting in the Usos. All right. Well, I've always liked the Usos, but uh, I'm going to have to go with the new day on this one because I think the reason being is that, um, man, this Andy wine Weinberg is fucking ribbing you, dude. <laughs> He's calling you oh. earwax filling. Hindu Phil and all that jazz, but uh, I'm gonna have to go with the New Day. I think that we need that uh, that popular baby face, or maybe they're gonna split split them up. You know, maybe that'll be the next thing. The, the New Day splits up at this card, or something's something's got to happen. We need, or they just need to just redraft the whole tag team division. <laughs> it's getting it's it's getting stale. <laughs> it's New Day versus everything. Wait a yeah. minute. Wrong tag team. What everything versus New Day? What I don't I don't get what you're what you're doing. It's an OBE reference. Ohio versus everything. Impact Wrestling. I'm crossing streams. Don't cross the streams. It would be very bad. Thanks, Egon. Good safety tip. All right. So, <laughs> cheers, my friend. Uh, so next up in a ladder match where. A guitar will be suspended above the ring, and the first to retrieve it can use it as a weapon. Oh. It's Elias versus Bobby Judy Bagwell. (laughs) It's Elias versus Judy Bagwell, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Is Judy Bagwell still alive? Is that on Wikipedia? I I am pretty sure. um, Judy Bagwell, who Buff Bagwell does say... That Judy Bagwell never ever called Jim Ross on his behalf. Oh yeah, okay, <laughs> dude. I remember I did a show with Buff Bagwell. Buff Bagwell was actually 
in a random thing was supposed to actually do an appearance at at a local bar like right down the street from me like uh last month but he was double booked supposedly quote unquote double booked but um i i remember we did you were there too we did this pws show that that buff was on it was, and like the the locker room was like some some shitty uh it, it literally looked like it was a little garage but i don't know who he was like who this guy was, but he was here. I'm going to just call him his handler. He was there with his handler. And the whole time he's like, I need a bottle of Jack now. Like it's an emergency. And I was like, dude, it's really not that bad, man. <laughs> like, Oh man. But, uh, but then it turned out he was a gigolo and all that stuff. But, uh, but anyway, who's a, who's Elias wrestling? <laughs> Who? Bob actually am. Of course, Bobby Lashley is escorted to the ring by, by Leo Rush. Leo Rush. Oh, yeah. Wow. You have all the queued up on that one. Oh, Leo Rush. <laughs> oh, Leo Rush. I like it. That's good. Um, all right. So I thought that Elias was a baby face now, though, wasn't he? Isn't he? Yeah. And is Bobby a heel now? Oh, yes. Okay. All right. I'm I'm into it. Yeah. How did he become a heel though? That I mean the right after they basically put him with Leo. Leo was for certain heel and it was that Leo was trying to capitalize on, you know, Bobby's success and try to push Bobby harder and further on his successes. It seemed like they had developed a friendship. Well, it was a friendship where Leo was pushing Bobby for more opportunities, better opportunities and Bobby latched onto that. Okay. And then kind of followed the example of a Leo rush. Oh yeah, I guess that I guess that makes sense, right? It's like right. uh oh what's the um what uh shit to kill a mockingbird. No, um of mice and men, right? Of mice and men with uh uh the little guy and the big guy. The guy what was his name? What was the mice and men? What was uh Oh you don't wanna you don't wanna go with me on this one? Is that what, is that what you're doing? Right? I never read Mice of Men or watched. Oh it. my gosh. Did you even go to high school, Phil? I did, we did To Kill a Mockingbird. We, yeah. we read and watched two versions of Wuthering Heights, Tale of Two It cities. was Lenny, right? Lenny and um, what was the other guy's name? Squiggy. Uh, I'm going to look this up. <laughs> Lenny. Okay. Well, what led to this match with, with Elias and Bobby Lashley is they kept interrupting each other's promos over the course of time. Uh, so then uh, there was a match scheduled on, a, on November 30th between the two of them, um, or excuse me, it was announced for, for November 30th because of their constant interrupting of each other that they were going to have a, a face-off in a match, um, and that they just revealed this past week that it was going to be a ladder match with a guitar hanging above the ring. Um, I am kind of feeling, you know, there's no other... There's. It's weird because it's like all of a sudden now... The WWE has embraced the fact that Elias was really a face all along. Um, and they should have turned Bobby a heel a long time ago. Like they're right. yeah. with a mouth. So, you know, now this is the perfect storm, perfect opportunity with both of these guys. Okay, let's move forward. Bobby maybe is that guy that needs that rub to be pushed up a little higher. Yeah. So I'm going behind Bobby on this one. Okay. Um <sighs> It's funny that you just mentioned that that um, like the whole mouthpiece part of it because it just makes me go back to Brock Lesnar with with 
uh, Paul Heyman, right? You know what I mean? And, and uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I think that uh, I think I'm going to go opposite of you and go with Elias because I I think that um, Elias definitely should get his own get his gimmick, right? And um, and you know get the guitar and. Even if he doesn't even get hit Bobby with it, right? Like somehow Leo gets involved and stops Bobby from actually getting hit and then the referees like cuts him off or something and then you know, whatever. But Elias still wins at the end of the day and then Bobby and uh Leo leave and they're like, Oh, super, super smart, right? That's that's how I would do it. But um yeah, I'm gonna just go go with him there. Uh, next up, we have Finn Balor versus Drew McIntyre. This is a singles match, no special stipulation. Basically, what's been happening is for a long time, they've they, Finn and Drew kind of had this um, antagonistic relationship. Um, it came to Matt uh, during Survivor Series. The two came to heads during their elimination match. There was a confrontation between the two. Um, Balor is also not uh, a favorite of interim general manager baron corbin yeah who is one who put this match together and even when finn faced drew one in what was supposed to be a one-on-one as the interim general manager well the rules were changed and drew mcintyre was added to it so then drew came out and helped uh help baron corbin defeat uh defeat finn balor the other little wrinkle in this is that Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler kind of went separate ways. Right. Um, and they had Drew a match is, recently, right? I believe so. Yeah. And that Drew is like, I'm the better man out of this. Yeah, yeah. They're finally doing something with, with Drew that's not being forced upon us. And it, I don't know. It, it works good. It just sucks for Dolph. Once again, Dolph was like doing big things earlier this year. You know what I mean? But um, who do you got going over, Phil? Uh, I kind of am in, I'm kind of thinking Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. Okay. Um, and then I don't know. I'm going to, I'm, this is going to be a really wild card for the last, uh, the last betting season of the, uh, of the year, right? Of the, the, the last event. Um, and it, we'll, we're going to reset in January, I think. You know what I mean? I think that that's only fair for our bets, but I'm going to have to go with Finn Balor. I think that uh, Finn really needs it. Maybe we'll get the, uh, maybe we'll get the, the, the venom. Uh, what does he call himself there? Right. Uh, when he comes out as the demon, the demon, excuse me. Maybe we'll get the demon because this match needs a little something special in that regard, you know? And that's what I, the, the wild card in this is if he comes out as the demon unannounced that he was going to do it, then it's like hot ball of fire. Finn Balor. Finn Balor goes over. But oh yeah, without that, I'm. That's why I'm kind of leaning more towards Drew. So are you saying I'm going to go Finn? Finn. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Cool. How many matches do we got, Phil? Whew. We have twelve matches, of six of which we have covered. All right. We're gonna take a quick little break, and then we will be right back. Are we taking a break? What did, did you break the internet again? Oh my god. Oh, there we go. There's movement.
You're on the line with Santa Claus! Ho, ho, ho! Hello, Santa. Well, hello there. What is your name? My name is Lydia Tosanasa. Hi, Lydia. How are you? <laughs> I'll be honest with you, Santa. I'm a little skeptical, but you know, I, I'm going to put it out there in case you're going to come through for me. Okay. Um, I'm 10 years old, 8 years sober. I'm doing pretty good. What I'd like for Christmas is an 8 ball. Vegas for the brand new ID because the one I got says I'm 20 and I need to be 21 by Friday. Okay. <laughs> well, so, hold on, you, you said you were uh, 10 years old, is that correct? Uh, yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> Can we start this one over? <laughs> 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 All right. consideration paid for by the following. Babe, yeah. what shirt are you wearing? My Tim Zabriskie Show shirt. <laughs> Tim's a risky show shirts. Phil, are you wearing yours? You said you were going to wear yours. I am wearing mine. Oh, let's see. Let's check that bad boy out. Because I'm having to use my cell phone because of our crappy technology oh, wow. issue tonight. Wow. wow.
That's it's all right. It's, you're still rocking it. You look good. You look money. We're gonna we're gonna fix all these technology errors before the the Royal Rumble. For that's for damn sure. Money as a broken man can be. <laughs> What's more broken, Phil? Your you or your computer? <laughs> that's the. You know what? That yeah, toss up. So let's... <laughs> That'll that'll be the that'll be the next poll that I do. Um, all right, so uh, Phil, what's the next match that we have? Next up is me wanting to strangle Andy Weinberg, but that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> uh, yeah, who is Andy Weinberg? Andy Weinberg is a manager in uh, the Maryland wrestling area. Okay. Who he has all the good feelings of a really bad Southern Baptist minister. Um, okay. <laughs> so uh, he he constantly is trolling me. and Oh, okay. So it's, it's just one of those is basically what it is. Right, right. Oh, so okay. let Weinberg do his thing. Let him have memes of the president of wrestling because I'm the president of wrestling. And he's not. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> That's usually what happens. They just want to, they just want to be you, bud. That's it. Um, Next up, we have a triple threat for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship between the current reigning champion, the the man herself, Becky Lynch, defending against Charlotte Flair and Asuka. Ooh, I don't want to do this one yet because this is going to be the main event of the show. So we're gonna we're gonna pass on that one. Okay. All right. Let's go into the. Uh, and the if you don't think this is going to be the main event of this show, Phil, then you are fired. <laughs> Just kidding. You ain't going anywhere. <laughs> All right. What do, you, what do we got? What's next? Uh, I mean, because the WWE doesn't know what they're doing half the time, this could be the friggin' kickoff show match, as far as we know, sometimes. Yeah. Um, we have the team of the fabulous truth that's our truth and Camilla. Taking on the Mahalisha, Jinder Mahal, and Alicia Fox in the mixed match challenge finals. And whoever Finally. wins Whoever wins will become the thirtieth entrant in their respective Royal Rumbles. Oh wow. So they actually uh wow. they actually made it made it worth something at the end. Man, how long has this fucking tournament go been going on for, Phil? Jesus. It it does feel like a minute. Um but, you know, being that this is the finals, they've gotten to this point. Um, Not to mention, Phil, before you even get there, didn't they change the participants on each one of these teams like three or four fucking times before we even got to this point? Well, that was really due to different injuries. Oh, different yeah. things had happened. Um, <laughs> so I'm trying to read through really quick. But basically, just what happened um, over the course of time. Yes, there have been a lot of injuries, um, and it it just it just worked it just worked itself into this. Um, oh, that was year one, Phil. Okay, uh, the what? I'm just trying to go through. So, our truth and Camilla started off the whole thing as that same team. Oh, okay. um, the Miz they they beat Miz and Oscar, who won last year um, for this opportunity. And then on the other side, uh, Jinder Mahal and Alicia were also a solid team through all, all the way through um, because it was uh, Ember Moon. I can't remember who she was tagging with, but that person then became unavailable 
And so then it became Kurt Hawkins and Ember Moon taking on Jinder Hall and Alicia Fox. Kurt got a little too excited, um, lost the opportunity for his team, became Jinder Hall and Alicia well, Fox. Well, yeah, he's got the longest losing streak since, uh, I don't know, since Kurt Hawkins. <laughs> I got nothing, Phil. All right. You're not wrong. Uh, <laughs> the team of Apollo Crews and Bailey, which had switched from Finn Balor and Bailey. Um, to then beat them, to then move on to the finals, to now take on our truth and Camilla. Um, so the so what you were saying is the the two original teams from the very beginning are the two final teams in the in the whole tournament. Is that is that what you're saying? Kind of. And how long has this tournament been going on for, Phil? Uh, it started November 27th. They've been talking about it for a what? long time. Really, only been a couple of weeks. No, I feel I'm telling you, Phil. Back in like July, I would get the little notification on my phone that says, Oh, a mixed match challenge tonight, match tonight on a Wednesday, and uh, and you're gonna enjoy it (laughs) because the first mixed match match challenge began last January and went for three months, so that it ended in the end of March um, of this this year. Right. This year, though, well, the same year. Just the same the year. year, Phil. Two right, different November, tournaments. <laughs> two tournaments of the same kind <laughs> in the course of a year that wasn't the World Cup Challenge. Wasn't the or, greatest of, of rumbles or the crowning of jewels, Phil. It's another tournament that actually started in January. No, but that was a different one. Oh, my mistake. It's the world's greatest mixed mix match. <laughs> but the women can't perform. Oh, they can perform here in this country, right? Wow. Oh, okay. Just just making sure. <laughs> if I had wine in my mouth, I would have done a spit take right there. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> what kind of company are we watching here? Huh? I mean... I feel like we're, I, I feel like me like we're at SummerSlam and and the sign's about to fall and and I'm Mean Gene I'm like fuck it. <laughs> I uh, had the opportunity to work with Mean Gene on December first. Oh and yeah, for, how was that? I, oh my god, he was amazing. Um, wonderful person to work with. Uh, just like everything you would think of, like the positives of Mean Gene were like the positives of Mean Gene. Like That's it was awesome. amazing to work with him. I, I I have to take a call. <laughs> <laughs> There's that shoot that Kevin Ash does where he's like, he's like he's talking about getting getting drunk with him and he's like he's like yeah it was it was awesome. <laughs> so he basically was saying that um that uh he'd be like yeah yeah just a couple guys just drinking the whole day and it wasn't even like nobody was drunk it was like it was in moderation it was nice. Um. All right, so back to this fucking mix match challenge. It's our truth and Carmella versus who? Our truth and Carmella versus Jinder Mahal and Alicia Fox. It is the team. I have to get the team names right because okay. that's this is the important part, right? Right. They're team names. Team names. Our <laughs> truth and Carmella are the fabulous truth. Okay. I like it. And Mahal and Alicia are the Mahalisha. Oh, garbage. Fabulous truth. <laughs> that that's it's, it's going to be such a waste. So they so Carmela it's going to help Carmela with the rumble, okay? 
R-Truth is going to get fucking squashed right out of the Rumble at number 30. Um, but there's no way that the Maha or whatever... And I love Jinder Mahal. I've, I've said that before. I've, I think he's very talented, but this is such a waste for him and Alicia. The Maha Fox, is that what they're called? Maha Alicia. What's Alicia? Oh, Alicia. Alicia. Gotcha. Fox. Alicia. I get it now, yeah. The vernacular. Stupid. They could. They should have went with the Maha Fox. That would have been. That sounds just better to me, right? I don't know. Yeah, potato, potato. I guess it's they're all shit. <laughs> uh, well, it's it's good that you're gonna go our truth, Carmella, because I'm going Mahal and Fox. Oh, what? Give me a good reason to why. <laughs> kind of, well, it's it's like kind of the opposite of what you just said. I think Fox goes in as the number thirty in the women's battle royal and gets thrown out immediately. Where Jinder Mahal comes back as the like raving baby face, well, not baby face, but raving powerhouse. Yeah. Um, that. We might expect to see, but even though as soon as they put him on to Raw, they made him a big joke, though. Right. Well, that's it too. I think that it lingers this possibility that he could be a bigger, either a a bigger threat, or just as likely they could make him a bigger joke and eliminate him too rather quickly. So, I feel that there's flexibility in what you do with Jinder Mahal versus our truth, who our truth is the comedy, so he can only go in and lose, as can Carmella. Yeah. All right. Fine. We're, I like that we're actually very polar opposite for this pay per view. It's actually, uh, it's actually gonna make it very fun because what's circling in my brain though is if you notice they've done these weird little teases of things with our truth lately. What if our truth does win? What if he goes into the Royal Rumble as number thirty and actually wins the Royal Rumble? If that happens, Phil, I will have my fiance videotape me doing a naked lap around my building all right because that is not happening at all i don't i'll blur it all out and all that shit but i will i will do it all right i'm telling you that that is not happening at all there's no way that our truth is winning the royal rumble that is (laughs) that is the stupidest thing you said all night long i'm just saying could you imagine no (laughs) i can't imagine Oh my god, it's our truths WrestleMania moment. Get the fuck out of here, Phil. <laughs> well, that, you could also play with it too. It's any it's any championship match you choose. I want the cruiserweight title. Yeah. I, I want the like, little Jimmy title. Get the hell right. out of here. He wins the Royal Rumble and then the next month on whatever the pay-per-view is, Elimination Chamber, he loses the opportunity to somebody else in a match. Ugh. No. Okay, they could do that. I could see that. No, I can't. No, none of this, Phil. None of it. None of it. You're wrong. We're not even doing this. Our truth comes out in the big old fur jacket saying, I'm the I'm the best that's ever been. I won the Royal Rumble, and I'm going on to WrestleMania. I'm having my WrestleMania moment, and nobody, nobody knows how to do this like me because I am the truth. If you are watching this right now, Put in the comment whether you think that our truth has the capability of winning the Royal Rumble because he's going to become number 30. There's no way. The likelihood. Because it's not happening. All right? This is ridiculous, Phil. This is is fantasy booking because it's a complete ridiculous fantasy. 
This is Mickey. Right. This is Mickey Mouse shit. <laughs> Again, what, what we're trying to do here is make some semblance of what's happening on the WWE. And the biggest question we've been saying is, what happens next? And like, okay, Jinder Mahal, what the hell? Alicia Fox, what the hell? Carmella, what the hell? Our truth, there's money that could be made. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> I'm gambling money. What? Play money? Toy money, Phil? <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that what you're going with? I actually like that you don't have your microphone hooked up because the laugh track is actually more entertaining than this bullshit that's coming out of your mouth. <laughs> We're doing the game of life. We're going to have the little clicker spinner. And oh my God, this free, the screen froze with me doing the most ridiculous laugh. I'll bring it right back. It's fine. But I'm, but I'm just saying, like, uh, geez, there's no. <laughs> the funny, this is the funniest thing you've said all year. Um, <laughs> well, let's go from funny to serious. Let's get serious now. What do we the got? Continental Championship okay. between Seth Rollins, the current reigning WWE Intercontinental Champion, and Dean Ambrose. Good friends, better enemies. Dean Br- Dean Dean Ambrose channeling his inner bane. <laughs> Came out in leather fur, leather li- or fur-lined leather coat, and and a gas mask. Yeah. Because everybody smells. Oh, is that is that what did he say right. that? Is that what he said? Basically, along those lines, um, that that he speaks the the real truth about the WWE that people don't want to hear, and he's going to demolish. The architect. Do do your best. Uh, do your best impression of uh, of Dean. He's a little nasally, right? He's like, ah. Max, there's a little. There's a little na- Yeah. I have to listen to a promo before I do it right, because now I feel like I'm doing a really bad, <laughs> a really bad rip off of somebody else. Like everybody thinks. Uh... Well, <laughs> his tongue comes out like, well, well, huh? but I can't. Well, and he like walks around in circles, so it's like. Uh, and he's looking down at the ground. He's like got a little right. attitude in his walk, you know. Until he doesn't, and then he's very intense, and then he circles around, and then he stops, and, and he's very intense. And then he's like, <laughs> whatever he says, yeah. But he's nasally. He's like, ah. What? What'd you say? You talked shit. <laughs> my name's Dean Ambrose. Oh. My, my name's Dean Ambrose. Uh, all right, well, you know, two fantastic athletes here. <laughs> Two fantastic athletes here between uh, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins obviously is is a crazy workhorse. I think that he would be the the um, the universal champion right now if uh, if if he didn't injure himself. I don't know if they have complete faith in in his injury yet, and maybe that maybe that's where we're heading. Going you know moving forward for the next you know five or six months, whenever WrestleMania is. But um, as far as this match, I. Uh, in order to get to get there, I guess we need to take the title off him, and maybe uh, maybe this will be the match that does it. So I'm I'm gonna go with Dean. I'm not a big Dean guy, but if this will help Seth get to where to where he should be in the main event, since you know what is the main event on Raw these days that they don't even have the 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 World Championship, but maybe this will start to get us there. So I'm gonna have to go with Dean just to get the title off uh, Seth. I I'm kind of, not necessarily for the reason that you just said about Seth, but I'm kind of there with with Dean that you know the the 
the purpose of watching is the chase. You you want to see somebody trying to go after that title, right? Who you can get behind, and more people get behind Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose right now in the way they built this this storyline. So I feel for you know they're going to give it to Dean, so then either Seth has something to chase after, or move on. Somebody else has something to chase after. Okay, and 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 Dean begins uh, maybe a new rise to his own prominence again. Um, because I feel we we kind of missed out um, when he won the championship. I think a second time, the second time, I mean, he didn't do himself some ser- good service. He went on to the like the Steve Austin podcast and yeah, and he didn't... did. He just is like the horrible interviews, so horrible that they haven't even had another Stone Cold podcast. Right. So uh, you know, maybe okay, lesson learned, move forward. Maybe this is an you know a, another rise opportunity for Dean Ambrose. All right. Yeah, I can see that. Um... So we're gonna, we're gonna go. We're both gonna agree with that. Dean's going over in this one. Um, and uh, what's what do we got next? Okay, this is where things get complicated. <laughs> Let the whole track go because <laughs> that was fantastic. All right, how are things complicated now, Phil? You know, okay, I'll say this match, even though I maybe should have gone for the other one, but I'll, I'll put this out there. For the tables, ladders, and chairs match, uh, where it's between Braun uh, Strowman. I, I, and I just got really scared that you were going to say for the tables, ladders, and chairs championship. I was like, what? Didn't what you know? <laughs> really? <laughs> In the tables, ladders, and chairs match itself, it's supposed to be Braun Strowman versus Baron Corman. Uh, Corbin, excuse Corman, me. yes. If, <laughs> Hi, I'm Marin Corman. <laughs> right. If Strowman wins, he would receive a universal title shot at the Royal Rumble. And if Corbin and and if he also wins, Corbin then loses his interim general manager status. Oh, which if they Corbin, gotta do, yeah. Right. If Corbin wins, he becomes the full time general manager on Raw. It's a no, this is um, a no fucking brainer, <laughs> right here. Well, Here's where it gets complicated. Uh-oh. Ron Strowman is having uh, arm surgery. No! I can't remember if it's elbow or his shoulder, but I know uh. something with his arm. He's been out for weeks. This is no secret. This has kind of been out there. Um, so the way they've carried this through is Baron Corbin's like, everybody knows he's out injured. I got this in the bag. Um, I don't know what they're going to do. Whether it's a tease of Braun Strowman, somebody else like Kurt Angle comes out and wallops on Baron Corbin for Braun Strowman. Is Kurt, um, is Kurt on the show? He's not, right? No, he's not on the show right now because Baron Corbin's in charge. Because Kurt wasn't doing what Stephanie wanted him to do. Okay. Excuse me. Um, so I'm kind of leading on, I, I don't know who Baron's going to face, but Baron is not going to win. Okay. <laughs> All right, so yeah, he better not win. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that uh, when did they add that stipulation too? Uh, give me one second. I will go back and look that up because I was typing up the other stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, they added that. All right, on the Raw Project Survivor Series, Braun Strowman demanded to have another Universal Championship match against right. Brock Lesnar, as well as a, a match against the acting Raw General Manager Baron Corbin. Who cost Strowman his Universal Title match at Crown Jewel and cho- and uh, get to choose the stipulation for both? 
Um, Commissioner Stephanie McMahon agreed under the condition that Strowman would help lead Raw to victory over SmackDown at Survivor Series and that he could not um, touch Corbin until after the event. Stephanie also said that if Raw was successful in the interpromotional matches at Survivor Series, she would consider making Corbin the permanent Raw general manager. This is all from Wikipedia. Raw indeed won all interpromotional matches on the main card with Strowman among the survivors in his match. The following night on Raw, Strowman was granted his, uh, his TLC match with Corbin, and Stephanie added that if Strowman won, he would get the title shot and Corbin would remove, be removed from power. But if Corbin won, he'd become the full time, the, the new permanent full-time Raw general manager. Um, however, later that night, Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre crushed uh, Braun Strowman's elbow with steel steps. Um, but he did legitimately require surgery, um, leaving his TLC match in limbo the following week. Corbin said he would not cancel their match and that he would accept the win by forfeit. Okay. So Strowman is legitimately getting sh- uh, elbow surgery, but it's being worked into some kind of storyline where Baron Corbin's like, I win by forfeit. Ah, okay. So yeah, he, there's going to be a surprise. I, if it's Kurt, then, and Kurt goes over, then, uh, all right. So if he, if, let me get this straight. So if Baron wins, he becomes the permanent. But if he loses, is he fired? He is. Just, they just say he will no longer be the interim general manager. He won't be the general manager. He's not in that authority. He will be removed from authoritative power. Sorry. So he's fired. Okay. So um, <laughs> um, if he's fired, they don't have a replacement yet. So it makes sense for what you're saying for Kurt Angle to, to, to pop up in here, right? Because, like, they're still having well, the interaction and everything, though. There has also been some online steam towards kind of this understanding, okay, you're getting rid of Baron Corbin, who should be next? And there's been a lot of steam that since Alexa Bliss is currently injured, what about Alexa? Um, Especially so, with, the, with the um, um, the mix-match challenge relationship between Alexa and, uh, and Braun. And are they, I feel like they're dating in real life. Is that a, is that just a me-ism thinking thing? Or? I, I don't know if that's legitimate in real life or not. Okay. I know that they, I, they had some, I, some, I, some play, uh, um, you know, relationship sort of deal, right? But, uh, but at the same time, it seems like, uh, I don't know, they also did the show where they were riding the car together, you know? Right. Maybe it was just a, a me-ism, but... Um, well, you know, it's the big... Bad Braun with the tiny little Alexa, so there was that. Oh yeah, you always go for the girls that are that are smaller than you. Always. Not what I was going for, but okay, we'll go with that. You ever date a girl that was taller than you, Phil? It's weird. I have, yeah. It's uh, isn't it awkward? It's like, oh, see you later, bye. <laughs> I did not let it deter my feelings. All right, see you later. <laughs> Goodbye. Then again, the last two girls I dated left me for God, so who knows? <laughs> oh, that's awkward. How, what was that like? It was like... They, they each married uh, pastors. I'm not kidding. Like, the last two people I dated ah. went then on to then marry a pastor. I think I'm just going to be with God now. <laughs> They're having God's babies. Listen, you're really cool, but I think that 
just gonna hang out with God, alright? <laughs> Later! <laughs> the fact you just did this! Um, hey, glory be his name, but hey, some girl's a mess, <laughs> so... Phil, you better back up away from my woman. I'm Jesus, motherfucker. <laughs> we're, we're getting raw for the end of the year. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh. You better back now, the fuck up, boy. Is it Jesus or is it Jesus? Jesus. Uh, I, That's yeah. Jesus with, a, with two E's and a Z. Ah. <sighs> Whatever happened to him? Is he in jail, that guy? <laughs> oh, no, Zandig is still around. He he flirts with coming back now and again, and then is like, okay, I got my deathmatch bill uh, and leaves again. Just like happen. the rest of us, right? <laughs> with flirting with coming back. Always. <laughs> but it's specifically deathmatch flirting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wish deathmatch for him. Anyway, so, um, wow, right? Wow. All right, so, Phil... I don't know. You think no matter what Baron's losing, is that is that is that what we're gonna go with? Turns out, and what? I'm gonna even spe- specifically say it's against Kurt. All right, fine. I'll um. That'll gain me an extra half point. Okay. All right. That's <laughs> there you go. You really want to fucking win this, don't you? <laughs> I know you didn't even get to eat anything bad today. I, I, I forgot. <laughs> a, you had a lot going on. All right, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with you there too. I think. Um, I think no matter what, Baron's losing. I, I, I think that even if the if if the ratings were better, right? Not to go back to that, but if if the ratings were better to where, you know, they were hitting some crazy numbers and and Baron was still in charge, they would leave it and they would turn him he- face, but. The numbers are the lowest it's ever been, and um, uh, I think that this is their way of having an excuse for the change that's coming up. Is it going to be Kurt? It may be Kurt that beats him, but I don't think it'll be Kurt that'll become the GM again. I don't think it makes sense to do that. I think they need something fresh. So maybe they'll do the Alexa deal. Maybe, you know, and for the first time, for the first time in professional wrestling history, we have two female GMs on both the shows. And, you know, maybe maybe that's, that's what they're going to do to, you know, continue the women's revolution going into the new year. So, so yeah, I could, I could see that happening, Phil. Could you see that it, happening, too? It's very possible. I mean, one other thing with, with the WWE programming is, is we get into this time of year where the WWE actually does go down in their ratings, where we used to see, like, the tribute to the troops episode where they would go to Iraq for the, for the Christmas week episode where they had filmed it a month prior. Um, so I, you know, I think that's a, that this is the time of year that it kind of slows down for them a little bit on sort of on broadcast because, well, people aren't paying it that much attention where they pick up though is on their live events because, Hey, he, Hey, my son, daughter, aunt, uncle, brother, sister, cousin, who is a great fan of wrestling here is your wrestling ticket to your local town. Right. Um, and that live events for the WWE spike in the, in the next two weeks after Christmas. That there's even been a lot of talk about wrestlers saying that's the best time because they get a lot of bonus checks during that, that holiday time. Um, 
And then during January, that's when Vince McMahon typically takes his annual vacation. Um, so Vince goes away, and that's when people talk about seeing some of the better episodes of Raw. So it, I think it's very possible that we see this. We'll get this. Well, okay, we have TLC this weekend. We hit this weird lull for a couple of weeks as they scramble, do whatever they're going to do, figure out who's going to be the. Yeah, new I mean, I mean, if anyone's really expecting next Monday's show, like the Monday before Christmas, to be like a, uh, and even Christmas to be like a spectacular, like crazy event, you're living in a, you're you're living in a fantasy, you know. Go back, continue. Right. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, you're you're right there. Um, but I think they'll just spend this time to, you know, plug in those little holes that they have and then they'll move forward in January. And for two, three weeks while Vince is gone, they'll have some banger shows and maybe bring up some interest again, rise it up and then deliver whatever they're going to deliver moving into whatever comes in January and then Royal Rumble in February. The Royal Rumble's in January and then Febu- oh, Fe- February is um, they'll do like no way out or something. But yeah, go. But you know, to bring up something that you said before, um, um, you said before that this time of the year, you sh- like don't expect there to be the good shows, right? You said that, but at, but at the same time, at the very beginning of the podcast, there, you had said something about how. Fans kind of expect that to happen around this time of the year or something like that, right? And and they shouldn't expect that. Maybe I shouldn't say expect. It's it's just sort of the, the pattern of behavior because everybody's just busy with holiday stuff, going to visit family, they're right. on the road, they're doing whatever. So they're just not paying attention right now because there's a lot of other distraction in their life. Um, but then it seems like in January there's this big pickup again, both because those distractions are gone, they need a new distraction – Football's well, football's not really over at that point, but that's you know, people kind of know what direction that's going towards Super Bowl. If their team is already eliminated, that brings back a lot more viewing audience again. So there's a spike when it comes into January. Okay. Uh, yeah. And again, Vince is normally gone. The what is seemingly the quality of Raw kind of picks up. Um quality of SmackDown kind of picks up because Vince is not there to then change some things around. So there's a little bit more oh, wow, this is a little different. There's some kind of cool things going on. And so we get a, typically get two to three weeks of like, this is a really good Raw. Exactly. Um, and then and then right after WrestleMania is like the biggest fucking Raw ever. Right. Exactly. Right. All right. So um, what do we have next? The World or the WWE Championship match? What we have next is the... Uh, WWE Raw Women's Championship between uh, the current champion Ronda Rousey and uh, Nia Jax. Oh gosh, the face breaker! Man, should be the uh, the career can, enders. What she should be like? Can we just say it's Ronda and move on? You think Ronda's mm-hmm. going over? I completely think Ronda's going over. I think Ronda's starting to lose lose her steam. I think she's coming I, down. I agree with you there, but they're not going to litter. They're again the one of the I you know I mentioned before about Ruby Riot, where I think they've done a, a kind of a bad job at where they're kind of leading her. I think they've done the same kind of job to Nia Jax, where she's the big devastating monster that loses by tap out in almost every match she has. She's not a devastating monster when you have her lose almost every single time. Yeah, but she's um, paired with Tamina. 
Tamina's going to be part of this match. She's going to, you know what I mean? I I so, think I think going back to with what we were saying with uh, because of outside interference. Okay, but I but I I still think that going back to what we were, what we were saying with with uh, the the chase, right? The the babyface chase. Can that be a fucking? Th- How is that not a thing, Phil? How is the babyface chase not an actual expression, right? The babyface chase for the belt, right? I think that I think that that's what we need. I think we need to take the belt off Ronda, and Nia needs to have it, even though you know she's not she's not the most popular person right now. Um, so the the Southern style of wrestling has typically been a little bit more of the, of the babyface chase. The here comes how baby is this not hashtag babyface chase, Phil? Come on! Um, but, but then the other style is you put the belt on a a Hulk Hogan. You put it on a um, um, You're telling me they haven't been building her like Hulk fucking Hogan? Well, that's just it. If they're building her like Hulk Hogan, what you do is you put the title on her, but you almost kind of make her the underdog. The story is, here comes the bad guy rival who's just trying to take the steam um, out of the of the baby face that we all enjoy. Um, so it's like the heel rush is coming to try to sweep the legs out from under our favorite person. Um and so you Phil, know, that's I, what's happening right in front of your eyes. They're right. not. She's not. I know she's not as strong of a heel like a Sergeant Slaughter, or you know, or an who, Iron who Sheik. In wrestling history, during the, his heel run. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Like, I'm sorry that she's not as she's not as powerful of a heel as you know. Like Zeus, <laughs> or, or any of that, or I, I you, you get what I'm saying though. Like, like, like I, I'm, I'm just saying, like, just trying to come up with like a good heel, like, example here, right? Like the Macho Man or something like that. But still, like, uh, the Black Scorpion, um, uh, the the Shockmaster, like and, a Ric Flair, or you know what I mean, like. Like, not Ric Flair, but like one of the ripoff Ric Flairs that are living in the Southeast. Like Greg Valentine or or a Honky Tonk Man. Any of these heels that were going right. up against Hogan. Like, like Nia is going to do it this time. I'm going with her, man. I'm telling yeah. you. She's going to take – no one's going to be happy about it when it happens, but it's they're going to be super happy at WrestleMania when she wins the title back. All right? It's, it's, it's the only thing that makes sense. Or they're just going to leave her and uh, Charlotte or her and Becky finally. Because I feel like that could happen too. Or, you know, because I know we haven't talked about that match yet, but, but what if it's her and her and Becky at, at um, like, what if, what if Ronda wins the Royal Rumble this year and goes after the SmackDown Women's Championship against Becky Lynch? All right? Like, that very well could happen. And, and you know, then everybody gets what they want. Because there, there's so much hype still around that match, you know? Who right. who knows with this triple threat match if Ronda even makes an appearance, you know what I mean? She'll be done she'll be done losing the other belt, you know? Because Nia's gonna win. And there has been some conversation about whether or not Ronda's gonna continue her WWE contract after WrestleMania. Really? Yeah. Why? A little and little buzz about it. Um I've heard a mix of different things. Oh, she, you know, she's more beaten up than she thought she was going to be. You know, she went from MMA competition to this and like, wait a minute. I didn't think, you know, I'd be this in this kind of condition. I've heard that a little bit, you know, 
and she is doing, I mean, if you look at it, unlike Brock Lesnar, she's doing all the Raws. She's doing all the pay-per-views. Yeah. And she is showing up and showing her face. Um, so they've used her a lot more, which means she's putting in a lot more road time. I don't know, you know, previous, you know, when you were, when you were at that level at UFC where you're only fighting once every however many months, you know, you're not as traveling as much per se. You're doing a lot of training. Obviously, like that takes, yeah. Right. It takes nothing away from the kind of athlete that she is. Um, but when you're trying to also keep up that level of performance on top of then traveling, like that can sometimes become a challenge for people. So I don't know if it's that. I heard a little bit about her family. But again, it's it's the Internet wrestling community. Who knows what the truth is? Um, but that's kind of been leaking out a little bit. So I do wonder about that. Um, but I could. So that's why I'm kind of leaning more towards they're going to keep that as a piece of longevity because they don't have Brock Lesnar with the universal championship that really your lead champion right now, the name value on raw is Ronda Rousey. And look um, where it's gotten them, Phil. <laughs> I'm not, not disagreeing with you on that point, but they kind of put their money behind that. And yeah. so I, I think they're going to try to squeeze it for every bit of money it's worth. And they're going to lead to Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania. Ronda and Becky at WrestleMania. I would I would love to see that. Yeah, me too. I think I think what we're gonna get though between now and then is gonna be some kind of confrontation between Becky and Nia. All sorts of craziness, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll definitely we'll definitely see what happens. All right, so what else do we got going on? For the WWE Championship champion Daniel Bryan takes on his nut buddy loser, AJ Styles. <laughs> So good. So good. Uh. <laughs> I like the last little laugh on that track. Like, everybody stops laughing, and there's one last little, ah. My favorite is, and we'll do it again, but my favorite is at the very end, the laughing stops, and there's one guy that goes, oh, <laughs> that's my favorite. Like, he coughs a little bit. It's fantastic. That's great. That's great. I love it. All right. So, um, Dan O'Brien versus AJ Styles. Um, let's talk about the the SmackDown right before uh, Survivor Series where where he wins the belt, right? Daniel Bryan beats him out of nowhere. And speculation from what I read on the interwebs was that the whole reason behind that was because um, AJ didn't sign his contract. Is that correct? Well, that, you know, he was trying to leverage more opportunity or more money or something with his contract. Um, Which he should. Fuck. Right, and who knows if that's really the, the truth or not? Um, I th- and I think some of this now that they have this now that Daniel Bryan is the champion, I think what they're going to do is at least keep him on, uh, keep the title on him through Royal Rumble. The reason being is not to risk Daniel Bryan in a multi-man uh, Royal Rumble type situation where sort of anything could happen. That it doesn't then position him that he's going to go into WrestleMania with the championship. Uh, I. I'm not saying he won't go into WrestleMania by continuing to be the champion, but I don't think they're going to give it back to AJ Styles at this pay-per-view. It's too Um, soon. You're right. I think it's too soon. I think AJ Styles has a better opportunity to like, I'm fighting through all comers. Oh, here comes uh, Nakamura. Oh, I kick him in the balls and eliminate him over the top rope. You know, that you can tell a better story of AJ Styles coming back for the championship putting AJ Styles in the Royal Rumble. So I'm going to go ahead and say Daniel Bryan. Okay. 
give me one second as I multitask here. But um, <laughs> I can see that. And, I, you know, it, one of the Technology. things. What? I was making fun of our technology. Oh, okay. Not yours, but just technology at large. As a whole, yeah. Um, I, I like with what you're saying. And at the same time, with uh, AJ being in the Rumble, one of the biggest things that WWE does like to do subtly, not very um, in your face, like, but they definitely do like to try to um, redo old records, right? So my guesstimation here is that AJ is definitely going to be in the Royal Rumble, and he's definitely going to be number one in the Royal Rumble and go all the way to the end and tease that whole deal with, with Ray and Sean and that murderer guy. I can't think of what his name is. Christopher something. Uh, <laughs> right? Wow. But, um, but anyway, he... Like, uh, I could very well see him doing doing that position and, and maybe eliminating a bunch more people or something like that and then getting towards the end. Um, and maybe they're trying, like, like what has the reaction been to, to Daniel Bryan as the champion on SmackDown, as a heel? Because this is totally different than what anyone was really expecting from him. Right? I, I will say that he is really getting a genuine heel reaction, that people are booing him. Um I mean, it's Daniel Bryan. So at the core of it, there are still people who, you know, hey, Daniel Bryan. Um, but the crowd is really reacting because he's acting like a heel. Um, I mean, I, I've gone on rants on about this other, at other places where it's like we have – I think we have too many heels in wrestling that are trying to be, I'm too cool for everybody. Oh, yeah. Not yeah. anything, but like I'm not really trying to be a true heel. Daniel Bryan is going out there like, F all of you. <laughs> yeah. Like and and to me, like, oh, that's what wrestling needs a little bit more of right now because there aren't many just, oh yeah, screw you, dude, and leave it there. Like, there's a lot of like, screw you, and then let me sit here and try to make fun of you for a minute, and then like it turns the crowd towards you being like an antihero or like, yeah, oh, I like I like this little snarky has. Yeah, let me um, let me plug the other your rival uh, football team. Right, <laughs> and say they're better than you guys. Boo! That sort of stupid shit. Right? Yeah. But then leave it. Not say like, oh, and I like my team. Like he's not doing shtick. He's like, like just f you, dude. Yeah. Like he's, he's really not, like not trying to endear himself to anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Um. Okay. So I think I'm gonna have to agree with you that you know. As much as I love AJ, I think that Daniel Bryan is definitely gonna, definitely gonna take this one, you know, and um, and uh, just bring it, bring us, bring us all, you know, to to the next pay per view. Now, who do you think that he would be going up against at the next pay per view? Then, um, you know what? That's a good question. Well, in one respect, does he have to take on anybody? Um, they could always do it with whoever is the universal champion. So it could be him versus Brock Lesnar. Um, him and Brock too. Wow. Right. Wow. Well, and that's how you sell it. Like the match of a lifetime for the second time. Um, I thought, what did you think of that? Like, I know we don't typically go backwards, but what did you think of that match? Cause I thought that that match was great. Actually. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to go back in my brain about it. Um, I, I don't think I, I horrendous, you know, I didn't dislike it. Um, I think I, I wanted a, I wanted just to see a little bit more, but I think it served the purpose that it needed to do. 
I think that D- Dan and Brian definitely should have went over in that match. And I know that they're, they're ba- they don't put anybody over against Brock anymore, right? But right. the problem is, is that he just won the belt. He 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 really like, and that this is the issue that I have with with how they book things. Like they they put these guys into these positions where. They really, these guys really just need to win. Like half these, half these people that that we have and that we've talked about tonight, like they need to win. And I'm not talking about our truth. And he's not gonna win the Royal Rumble, Phil. No matter what you say, okay? But, but basically, basically, Daniel Bryan is. They're starting something new with Daniel Bryan. He wins the championship on a Tuesday. He has a a pay-per-view match on the following Sunday and he loses. Like, what are we doing? You know, it does to me. It just, it just doesn't, it doesn't help him at all. You know, I'm, I'm right there with you. And the smartest thing they did. And we try, we called it pro, like a little bit different. Um, I thought that AJ definitely was going to get involved in that match. You know what I mean? Like we had called it that way on the podcast, but but basically, like, uh, I'm glad that we didn't see AJ for a couple weeks after that, you know, because I just feel like it just uh, made it a little, little bit more secretive, you know, on everything that was going on. Right. What, what's with that look on your face? What are you thinking about? No, so, so you know, behind the scenes, I always try to share our content and put it on different places. And I, the way it just came through kind of looked a little weird. I'm, I'm trying to make sure, like, I'm sharing the right links and stuff. Sorry. Um, so I apologize that you caught a weird look. That's all right. All right. Are we on the main event? We are. All right. Finally. We are. To do on, the, on the kickoff show. Um, <laughs> we, we are at, for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship, champion Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair versus Asuka. Um, I swear to God, this is going to be the main event of the whole show. And if it's not then fuck their whole branding of the the women's revolution and all that shit because who's hotter than Becky Lynch right now? And I've been saying this for months before she even got this hot. I've been saying it. All right, you've been saying it too, but but we, we've been saying it, Phil. Basically, Becky Lynch is the hottest thing going today, and they're going to ruin it, but until they ruin it, I'm enjoying it. I'm savoring this moment. I'm swirling it around my mouth and then then eventually swallowing it but basically like like she's so good she is exactly what this women women's revolution needed she i and i swear to god phil two years ago when they started this whole women's revolution she was not the person that i thought that that she could have been this when she had like the uh the smoke machine behind her and the goggles and the oh right and she'd be like oh whatever the hell she was doing you know what i mean it, it just looks that was no, man. what i don't know i was trying to make up words yeah but when that other gimmick wow i, I randomly had an irish act that other gimmick that she had it, it just didn't not work but now Saying? Now she is such a badass. She is Stone Cold Steve Austin as a female, and it's fantastic. And and like God, I'm so I'm so happy and I'm so proud of her. I'm proud of her. And I, 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 <laughs> all right, 
there has still been this weird sentiment that like there really isn't this base of support for her in the office because she wasn't expected to get this kind of reaction um that's been very positive towards her but i will say oh i just got a response um the smackdown women have to main event uh wwe tlc somebody just sent me a tweet about that um oh wow what i will say about that is um so the the storyline they're kind of carrying is that charlotte received an opportunity and lich kind of took a little bit of exemption at first uh what happened at survivor series where flair attacks ronda rousey beats her senseless um that she says first well becky i did that for you and then the next week comes back and gets, goes, actually, I did it for myself. Um, she gets put into the match at TLC. Well, the other SmackDown women complain about it. They get into a match in, in eight-woman, uh, was it a battle royal or just an eight-way? Uh, eight-woman battle royal um, saying, you know, we want an opportunity to also be in this match. Asuka wins that opportunity. So Becky in, then says in a promo with the two of them, Asuka earned this opportunity. Right. You got it because your last your daddy got it for you. Yeah, which um, is fantastic. Glad she said th- that. Then on Twitter, she uh, went on blast because uh, Charlotte made a comment about how uh, Becky missed a day of SmackDown because of her injury um, when Nia broke her face. Um, and then <laughs> Becky puts out a tweet showing a close up of of Charlotte Flair, maybe from like mouth to midsection uh-huh. and says, huh, you came at me for missing a day. I seem to remember when you missed a month. I don't know for other reasons. Oh, <laughs> you know, yes, yes, yes. It's cause she wore the Tins of risky show shirt, right? $10. Send me a DM. You can get yours today. It's right here. Becky Lynch, if you want a shirt, I will send it to you for free. Yeah, and Charlotte needs one for to wear for a month. <laughs> what? Um, what? Shirts. Shirts. Shirts? Oh, multiple shirts in this? Okay. All right. All right. Moving on. Now, Oscar. I am. I'm very excited. This is like the only match I'm really excited for for the whole show because Oscar. I'm very happy that they have included her in this whole thing because um, when they were trying to find the replacement um, for Becky, once Becky got punched in the face by Nia, um, and they they went to Oscar, and they that pop that she got from that crowd was so fantastic. She should have just done it right there. Obviously, you know she can't. She can't just you know make her own decision like that but at the t- at the same time it was like Asuka's still there Asuka's still money um I'm glad that they they're smart enough to go with it here I'm I so are you saying Asuka no I'm going with my girl Becky are you kidding me <laughs> of course who are you going with so again, what I'm trying to put into my brain is where are all the weird little intersections of things? So the first one is there's been no resolution really between Becky and Nia Jax. Everybody knows about it. They've talked about it. Nia mentioned it in a promo, you know, so it's it's out there that they now have some contention. So they're all well, under the same arena, under the same roof tonight. Right. 
So how are they going to talk about that, address that, deal with that? Uh, I don't think, I don't know if they'll necessarily do it this night. So then it leaves. Okay. Is it, I want, all right, let me be clear. I want Becky to win. I okay. think this is the great spot for her. I think though. You better want be, Becky to win. You jackass. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. I'm going to surprise myself because before we had this conversation, I also was going to say Becky. I'm now going to say it's going to Asuka. This allows Becky and Charlotte to have a rivalry. It allows even time for Nia to have a moment with them. It allows an opportunity for if you think Becky is a badass now, what happens if she has to beat 30 other women to get back her opportunity for the championship and talk about how, you know what, Flair gets handed all this stuff and I have to fight every inch, every nail for every single thing that I deserve to have even harder and win a 30-woman battle royal, or excuse me, Royal Rumble. I'm going to say Asuka wins just for the fact that this will drop the title from Becky so she can have a better rise back to the championship. Phil, you're ruining my fantasy booking for Ronda versus Becky at WrestleMania with your shenanigans. I didn't say that that wouldn't be what happened. I said a championship. She goes, I win the Royal Rumble. I get my pick at who I want. Ronda, I'm coming for you. Yeah, but you think that Ronda's... But I thought that you were... Who did you picked Ronda to win? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I picked Ronda to win her match this month. Okay. You picked Nia. I picked Nia, yeah. Right? <laughs> I, I did. No, I did. I did. You're right. But basically... You picked Ronda, and that Ronda carries it all the way to WrestleMania. Okay. That it's Becky who picks Ronda at, that she wants to face her at WrestleMania. Because right. she wins Royal Rumble. Okay. All right. Well, um, champion. I can't believe that you turn on Becky so fast. It just breaks my heart. It does. She's a sweetheart. <laughs> it's a, all right. Well, so you're gonna go with Oscar is going over. Is is is? I mean, I agree. I feel like Oscar definitely does deserve to. Um, you know, she does deserve the spot, but I don't think that she deserves it yet. I think that maybe SummerSlam would be good. But let's let's let this whole thing clear out. We still need Becky to come out in the beer truck and hose down Charlotte. All right, we need like that's what they really should do with Charlotte. They really need to make her the queen. Like like I'm talking more. She's got the 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 character of it, but they really need to do more queen sort of shit. Bring it back. Even bringing Booker T as King Buka and <laughs> make the not not I'm kidding on that part of it, but but basically they they do need to um, make it like really emphasize that she's royalty, she's wrestling royalty, and and just really push the antihero to a ten for Becky and you know do all that stuff. But I'm going with Becky. She's she's got to hold on to the belt for a bit. Um, and then, and then we'll go from there. Phil, I forgot to ask you if you had a graphic for me to put on here for where you're going to be. Um, but wh- where can we see you in, in the next few months or weeks? On, on the next couple of weeks, December 26th, I'm at Bandit Wrestling at D1 Sports Academy. On a Wednesday? Knoxville. Wow. 
on a Wednesday. It's December 26th. The day it is Boxing Day. It is the day after Christmas. Hmm. And then two days later, December 28th, you can see me at Wrestling Revolver. Um, that is Friday, December 28th, in uh, at the Val Air Ballroom in Des Moines, Iowa. Oh wow, that, that five-hour drive is it? Oh, right, right. Just 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 the sixteen-hour one-way drive. It's gonna be. Jeez, Phil, what are you doing to yourself? All right, well, thank you so much for for watching the show. We apologize tremendously for all the technical difficulties that we had. If you started to watch the first part of this and then even join us for the second part we appreciate you so much phil i um i i found something for you for us to close the show with and we'll just go at it right from here why do you love me do you know what this is But not as much as you see. But I still love technology. Always and forever. Our love is like a flock of doves flying up to heaven above. Always and forever. Well, it's because we had so many technical difficulties. And he said, I love technology. Oh, they didn't even show it. Sucks. All right, catch me outside. How about that?